Cain's great-grandson, Lamech, married two women. He may have been the first man to do so. Someone had to be. Since the fall into sin, humanity has always found ways to sin against God's gift of marriage and against the gifts God was protecting by instituting marriage. Sinning against marriage isn't a new thing. It's not even a thing that happens more now than it used to. But sinning against marriage has its trends, its fads, its popular and less popular manifestations. You're thinking of your own examples of what's in vogue today. Back in the age of the patriarchs, having multiple wives was fashionable. Every trend needs a trendsetter. Seems like Lamech was that to polygamy. Ada was one of his accomplices slash victims. She must have been a relative of Lamech's. This is only the fifth generation of humanity, after all. And we can hope, with our modern sensitivities, that she was something more removed than a second or third cousin, but she probably wasn't. If the marriage trends that we see later in Genesis are any indication, it was more common to stay pretty close in the gene pool, because they didn't know what a gene pool was. They didn't have the luxury of being able to avoid and be grossed out by incest. So, I'm sorry to say, Lamech and Ada were probably cousins. They may have been closer. They may have been siblings. And let's put off talking about whether or not the other wife, Zilla, was also a cousin or a sibling. So, Ada was a complicit victim in what today we call polygamy and incest. And both of those turn our stomachs at least a little bit. Maybe one a bit more than the other. Or maybe both the same little bit. Maybe both turn our stomachs a lot. Maybe both incest and polygamy really gross us out to think about. But doesn't that follow the trends too? Back when I mentioned the trendy examples of sins against marriage that pop into your head, maybe you thought of a trend that you find particularly disgusting. But being disgusted by a particular sin against marriage is just as much about the trends as the not being particularly disgusted by it. Like, there was a time when heterosexual promiscuity was seen by most as disgusting. Then it became popular. And now... It's not trendy, it's just normal. There was a time when homosexuality was seen by most as disgusting. Then it became not just acceptable, but fashionable, right? And it's not just the sins against God's gift of sex that ebb and flow on the tide of trends. Think of how disgusted we are now by things that were fairly accepted not that long ago like sexism in its myriad forms or the various kinds of abuse. Sins against marriage and its treasures rise and fall in both popularity and disgust. And have you ever thought about how disgust and pride are related? We are disgusted by the things we are proud not to participate in. So you and I are proud to be disgusted by Ada's role in polygamy and incest. And she would probably be proud to be disgusted by the sins against marriage that our culture celebrates. Because everyone has sinned in some way against marriage and its gifts. And everyone has been proud not to have sinned in some way that someone else has. 
But here's the thing about sins against marriage. They aren't sins because they are gross. Heterosexual promiscuity, polygamy, homosexuality, incest, abusive monogamy, rape, pornography, pedophilia, spousal neglect, divorce. I could go on. I shouldn't, though. I'll stop. These are not sins because some people find them to be ewe. Just like none of them would cease to be sins if they became socially acceptable or even popular. Sins against marriage are sins because they are against marriage. They are violations of the gift of marriage as God gave it. Marriage is supposed to be perfect. Sinners sin against it, against the institution and against the gifts the institution is meant to protect. All sin is gross. No sinner has any right to be proud over any other. Ada is the first wife mentioned by name after Eve. And she was one of two wives, married to maybe her cousin Lamech at the same time. It takes no time at all to get from a perfect marriage to gross sins against marriage. Five generations. Two names. And you know, I'd like there to be a silver lining. I'd like there to be a sign that Ada learned a lesson from being the accomplice-slash-victim of Lamech's sin. I'd like there to be any indication that, having established that she is a sinner like the rest of us, there's still hope for her like there is for the rest of us. I'd like to see evidence that she had faith in her Savior from sin, because that's the only solution to the gross problem of humanity's sins against marriage. The solution is not for some of humanity to be really grossed out at the sins of others. The solution is not self-righteous pride and disgust and a vain attempt to make us feel better about the sins we find acceptable. The solution is not to point prudish fingers at one another. The only solution is Jesus. It's forgiveness. It's repentance. It's faith in our Savior from sin. And I'd like to see that in Ada's story. It's just not there. So I'm left, not with disgust and pride over Ada. I'm left with pity and the tiniest sliver of hope and a desire to put away my prudish pointing finger and do whatever I can to help today's Adas see the solution in Jesus and to apply that solution to my own marriage and my own life and my own sins. And I guess as far as linings go, that one will have to be silver enough. and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving our Savior Lutheran Church in Pomona, California. 
Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawi, who is like the dawn, like the noonday sun. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.